Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. In a world where fossil fuel companies are terrified of school children. Where world leaders are ignoring climate science. Bing, bing, bong, bong. And nature is recreating doomsday movie plots. What will happen next? It's up to you. Listen to the Outrage and Optimism podcast. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. Today we're talking about a woman who harnessed the power of her dreams for her art. Meet renowned Southern folk artist Minnie Evans. Minnie Eva Jones was born on December 12, 1892, in Long Creek, North Carolina. Her mother, Ella Jones, was only 13 years old when Minnie was born, and Minnie's father left soon after the birth. Minnie and her mom then moved to Wilmington, North Carolina, where they lived with Minnie's maternal grandmother, before eventually moving to nearby Wrightsville Sound. There, Minnie met her future husband, Julius Caesar. They married when Minnie was 16 and had three sons together. Minnie was employed as a domestic servant at the home of her husband's employer, Pembroke Jones. She served the Jones family for 58 years, eventually becoming the gatekeeper to the estate gardens which opened to the public. On Good Friday in 1935, at the age of 43, Minnie started drawing using a pen and ink. She said that she'd had vision since she was a kid and that she heard a voice telling her to draw. So one night I was so tired and sleepy, I had a dream. His voice spoke to me. Why don't you draw or die? She completed two drawings that day, filled with concentric circles and semicircles. After those two drawings, she stopped creating any art for five years before picking it back up in 1940, this time with pencil and wax. Later, Minnie used oil paints and made mixed-media collages. Minnie's art typically focused on biblical or nature scenes. While she worked as a gatekeeper for the Jones family, she spent a lot of time in the Airly Gardens on the estate, which she said inspired much of her work. Her art was also influenced by African, Caribbean, East Indian, Chinese, and Western cultures, despite the fact that she only left North Carolina one time in her life. 
Many ascribed the content of her art to her visions and said she was just as surprised by the content of her paintings as viewers were. I don't know how I did it. <laughs> but I did it. Many of her works feature a human face surrounded by plants and animals. She also painted many eyes, which many equated to the all-knowing nature of God. She said that eyes were the window to the soul. The first people to purchase Minnie's work were visitors to the Airlie Gardens. Minnie would hang her art on the gates of the gardens so visitors could see it when they entered or exited. It wasn't long before rumors of Minnie's talent spread throughout the South. People started coming to the gardens just to see and purchase her work. In 1961, Minnie had her first formal exhibition at the Artist Gallery in Wilmington, North Carolina. A year later, she met the woman who would become her publicist and agent for the next 25 years, Nina Howell Starr. Minnie had sold her first paintings for just 50 cents. Nina, who was an artist herself, encouraged Minnie to sell her work at a higher price. Nina propelled Minnie's career to a new level by storing and selling some of her art in New York City. In 1966, she helped arrange Minnie's first New York City exhibit at the Church of the Epiphany and Clements Episcopal Church. Minnie had several other exhibits in New York, one of which was at the Whitney Museum of American Art. Many critics call Minnie's work surrealistic and psychedelic. She created one of her most popular works in 1981, a self-portrait on the cover of a scrapbook. Minnie died in 1987 at the age of 95 and left more than 400 works of art to the St. John's Museum of Art in Wilmington. Tune in tomorrow for the story of a woman whose songs, I'm sure, score many people's dreams. This month of Encyclopedia Womanica is brought to you by Casper. Casper mattresses and products let today's dreamers get the sleep they need to turn their ideas into reality. Special thanks to the one and only Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and the brain behind this amazing collection of women. Talk to you tomorrow. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. In a world where fossil fuel companies are terrified of school children. Where world leaders are ignoring climate science. Bing, bing, bong, bong. And nature is recreating doomsday movie plots. What will happen next? It's up to you. 
Listen to the Outrage and Optimism podcast.